0: Now, once again, here's Mark. To
2: Welcome back, everybody.
3: Four minutes after the hour—it's my fault, right there. Four minutes after the hour of eleven o'clock, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Phoenix Body Works. Did you know that the frame or unibody construction is the the, the, the unibody structure? is actually the integrity of your vehicle and it's as important to your car as the foundation is to your home. Phoenix Body Works uses the finest frame and unibody measuring system that the auto body industry has to offer and that's important information if you want to get your car repaired to pre-accident condition. I've seen a lot of vehicles come into my shop with bent frames that obviously weren't corrected Properly, And inevitably, I say, hey, did you just have an accident? Yes, I did. Did they do some framework? Yes, they did. Well, you have an alignment problem, and the front end's nowhere near close, and I can't get it close until somebody bends it back the way it was. Well, Phoenix Body Works didn't work on that car, but they'll make sure your car is put back together the right way, on time, at an affordable price with quality parts. Phoenix Body Works is hassle-free and insurance company friendly. They know how to work with your insurance company. They're located at 19th Avenue, half block north of Deer Valley Road. They've been serving North Phoenix, Anthem, and the New River for years and years. So give Phoenix Body Works a call. Now, you can go from Tempe to Phoenix Body Works, and I'll tell you that I have just because Greg and his staff are really, really good, and I know they're going to put me back the way I was before the accident. So that's Phoenix Body Works. Raymond, good morning, buddy. How can I help you?
2: Good morning, Mark. How you doing? Good. Good, good. You know, I wanted to say thank you for a couple items. I called you two weeks ago about some tires, and you recommended some Toyos and whatnot. I ended up going to SNS Tires. I checked out Walmart and Discount and all the other places, and I ended up getting some Michelins, and they were, and every, but ever, I wanted to. But every time I walked in, I started talking about tread wear and this and that and everything else. They're like, salesmen got really frustrated with me okay. because they're like, you did your homework, didn't you? I said, no, I just went to one web page and I read what he said on it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I ended up at S&S Tires. Okay. And while I was there, I met somebody who'd been going there for years. And then after that, I met somebody else who's, who's been there going there for about the last five years. But not only that, and I know that you said after I hung up two weeks ago that you'd help me out if you could, but I ended up buying the Michelin's LTX MS2s or whatever they are. Yep,
3: yep, good tire, good tire.
2: Very good tire. They have the highest tread wear rating in the industry as far as trucks goes.
3: What was the number, do you remember?
2: 720.
3: Okay, okay. And then you probably saw lots of tires with 4, 5, and 600.
2: No, okay. I didn't even uh, the generals had 6 620 or something like that okay i said no 680 and they were guaranteed for 60,000 miles
3: okay but but what i said was is as you did your search you probably saw other tires that had a 400 plus or minus 500 plus or minus 600 plus or uh, minus
2: i ha- i saw one or two that had 500 but okay. nothing under 400 Okay. And the industry really didn't have anything under 400 unless you went to China tires, okay. Chinese tires. All right. And then those would have had it. Okay. Um, but these tires here, they have an AA rating, not an AB, okay. which is what I really impressed me also. Okay. But not only that, I wanted to say thank you for something else. Okay. A couple, about a year ago or so, when you switched over from KTAR to 960, um, I lost track of you. Because okay. I, I listen every now and then, and then I don't listen, and then I listen again, and he wasn't on there no more. And when I turned on the radio station to KTAR, the first question that was there, these yahoos was on, and it was about an idiot-like. And the guy said to the to the caller, well, just go to your shop and have them plug in the th- diagnostic thing, and whatever it says for the for what that code is, go ahead and fix it, and that's what the problem is. I turned them off and I haven't listened to them since because I've listened to you so much that the first thing you do is you check the codes and whatnot, whatever system that those codes might be related to. Then you go check for sensors like the CO2 or whatever. Anyway. Thank um, you.
3: Thank you for that. that. That's very nice of you to say that. Um, it, what, what, I, let me decipher kind of what you're talking about. The check engine light comes on and the check engine light behind well, not, it is,
2: my, not for my car. I understand. It wasn't me. No, no,
3: no, no, I understand. I don't I
2: don't remember the conversations that they had.
3: Okay, but it was about a check engine light.
2: Yeah, and okay. he said, "Take it to your to your shop and get the code and whatever the code says, fix it."
3: Okay. And 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 what you're saying, I'm just kind of reframing what you're saying. You you're saying that he said that whatever the code says is typically what needs to be replaced. Otherwise, this is the situation. The, if it says the oxygen sensor is the code, then the oxygen sensor needs to be replaced. And I have said many, many times, that's not the truth. Because we've replaced fuel filters to fix oxygen sensor codes.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So, so thank you for that. Because I'm, thank you for noticing that. I can't really comment on, there's a lot of other people with car shows, but none of them have been around since 1988. And yeah. none of them have, um, have been a master technician for 25, 32 years, something like that. Well,
2: also, too, none of them guarantees the work of the people that they have on their list like you do.
3: Well, and, and that's because um, the, 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 you got to remember this, and, and it doesn't escape most people. They would be foolish to, 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 to not do it the way we should, for Uh fear that the media is going to get a hold of it. And because I'm in the media, I have some responsibility there. I am blessed beyond belief with the group of shops that I represent because I have never, ever been to Better Business Bureau, even to the arbitration level, which is step three of a total of four steps. So we've never had the Better Business Bureau order a shop to do something the shop didn't do. And they did it happily and they did it quickly. So... But thank yeah. you very much, Harry. That, that's very nice of you. Thank you very much. I appreciate your call. And, and I, I appreciate um, all of that. Uh, when it comes to tires, do you sell many tires? No. Okay. Um, we do, and there's a, there's a treadwear number on there, and the higher the number, the better quality of the tire. But a t- I can take a set of Michelins, like he said, that have a 720 rating, which is a really high rating, and I can smoke those off inside of about five days
5: mm-hmm.
3: because you can abuse them. And if I don't carry the right inflation and if I have a front end that's out of alignment, I'm going to wipe those tires out long before even some China tires. It really has to do with this tire under the very best of conditions will last a very long time. And best of conditions means proper inflation, proper rotation, and no alignment issues. Now the AA he's talking about is is they have temperature, traction, and tread wear. Traction is an A, B, or C. An A traction is really a snow tire (laughs) it's a healthy mud and snow tire a b is a typical all-season tire and a c is really a highway tire the tracks that's traction and then treadwear traction and temperature temperature is the most important one because it's a b and c now in arizona do you want an A, a B, or a C? It's
6: simply want an A. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. Definitely.
3: So an yeah. A or a B, but I would never put a tire on that had a C temperature rating in the state of Arizona because of our yeah. temperatures. So that's what he's talking yeah. about. Yeah. Now, I will tell you this. and We talked about two tires in that call, Toyos and um, and uh, uh, Michelins. A couple of days ago, I, I sent a friend to see my son, and I said have him, Look, look at the toys and see if you like him. So he bought him, and, and he says to me, and his name is Jim, and he says to me. Later he calls me and he goes, I want to tell you something. He says, you beat the Michelin price by a hundred bucks, and I said, well, I, thank you for that. I I appreciate that. So as we have our conversation, I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, Jim, did you say a hundred dollars like overall? And he goes, <laughs> no, it's a hundred dollars a tire. Mm. Whoa. And I said. Well, I'm going to call Alan. We're going <laughs> to fix that right away. <laughs> I said that won't happen again. I said, I thought you meant a hundred dollars on the For whole all, ticket, yeah. all four. And he goes, No, it was a hundred dollars there. Okay, this is a true story. I'm in. I'm, I'm at the ranch, and um, and a good friend of mine, his wife, stops by, and she wants to look at the horses. So we're talking, and she says, I'm going to Oklahoma, and I'm looking at the tires on a car, and, and the tires have are on the wear bars. And I says, I'm going to tell you something, Steph. My kids can't go with you. She says, I didn't invite him. I said, no, you don't understand. I'm telling you, these tires are dangerous. So anyway, she says, well, we're leaving Monday, and there's not much. I, and it's a, it's a car. It's a Ford Edge, so it has a special 245, 55, 20-inch tire. Mm-hmm. So I says, I'm going down to the valley to do the radio show. Give me the keys. I'll call Alan. So I, I call Alan, and I said, Bit, what do you want? She says, oh, my husband loves a Michelin. And I said, fine. So I said, give me a Toyo and a Michelin bid. This is a true story. 888 on the Toyo. And thirteen eighty eight on wow. the Michelin, so it's five hundred dollars difference. <laughs> <laughs> and so I call her husband because that's who she tells me, and I get a hold of Daryl and I say, hey, Daryl, this is what the deal. And he goes, Oh, he's out. Hey, what do you have? And I said, Well, let me just tell you, my wife, my daughter, my son, my daughter in law, every car we own, every van we own, every truck we own has toils on them, and the truck I'm driving has toils on it. He says, I'll be over in just a minute. So he comes over, he hands me the keys to the Edge, and he takes my brand new Dodge. <laughs> and, so, and so
7: and I go wait a minute and he
3: goes well no you're, I thought you were going to take it to Venice and I said you're right so I call Alan I have the tires and so I've got to drive it back this um, afternoon but um, there, there tires and when you look at the, the tires they're comparable um, the tread wear is going to be a hundred points difference um, but the price is significant and when you talk about a, a set of tires having, now, I don't have my app handy but you divide the 888 by the 1388 and it gives you a percentage and I'm thinking there's a 40% difference there right out, out of the chute, <laughs> almost a 40% difference, so anyway that's how it works um, hey, uh, is uh, J- Jason, J- Jeremy are you there? I am, sir. <laughs> Jeremy, did did we handle Raymond already? We did, yes. Okay, I forgot to mark him off. Thanks for bailing me out. You know I got your back. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. All righty, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. The lines are wide open. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. The lines are wide open. And let me tell you about quality transmission, real quick. Okay, and Ray, I thought we just did, Harry. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then Raymond was the Michelins and the Toyo guy, and I messed that up because I put it on the wrong line. Okay, well, let me just tell you quickly about quality transmission. Quality transmission has been around a long time, and I'll tell you why I like quality transmission is because he's honest. Bob is a former Eagle Scout. Bob has served two turbines in Vietnam. He flew airplanes, and you only have to meet him and shake his hand to know that he's got your back. He's going to take care of you. He's not going to take care of his pocketbook at your expense. He takes pride in being able to fix your car for something really inexpensive, get it to shift right, get it to stop leaking for a little bit amount of money. He wants to be your hero. He strives to be your hero. So if you want a good guy in in Tempe, the best guy in Tempe when it comes to transmission work, then McClintock North of University in Tempe between... University to the south, the 202 to the north on McClintock by the Tempe, that new Tempe Mall is quality transmission, and you can't do better than him. We'll be right back.
1: Twitter can get confusing and congested with lots of stuff you don't need or want. So let 960 The Patriots tweets that matter vet out all the chirping. We follow the important names and only retweet the information that you want to know about. Get commentary on and retweets from the likes of Mark Levin, Fox News, and Breitbart, and all of your local politicians and national pundits. We do the legwork, and all you have to do is follow us on Twitter today. Twitter.com slash 960thepatriot.
0: D&B Auto has been providing honest, quality work at a fair price for the past 20 years. The owners, Dan and Betsy Globber, have been at the same location for all of those 20 years. They are located at the southwest corner of 27th Avenue and Maryland. People go to DNB Auto because they have been referred by other happy customers who say they will not take their vehicles anywhere else. They have been on Mark Salem's Best Car Repair Shops list for years. DNB Auto is a member of the BBB, ASA, and have ASE certified technicians. They work on both foreign and domestic vehicles. If you live anywhere near 27th Avenue in Maryland, give them a call at 602-249-2103. They will even give you a ride to and from your home or office. D&B Auto has been providing honest, quality work at a fair price for the past 20 years. The owners have been at the same location for all of those 20 years. Give them a call at 602-249-2103.
8: If you or a loved one needs support at home, the experienced and compassionate caregivers of Comfort Care Home Care can provide a wide variety of companion and personal care services, including assistance with bathing, grooming, mobility, transportation, and meal preparation. They also provide services such as Alzheimer's care, medication reminders, and safety supervision for fall prevention.
9: I would like to thank you for your assistance. We particularly appreciated you getting the caregiving set up so quickly and for the compassion and personal touch you added. My dad told me he feels a lot better mentally and emotionally, and you've been an instrumental part of that.
8: Comfort Care services are available throughout the greater Phoenix area and can assist you or your loved one for a few hours a week or 24 hours a day. Call today to learn how Comfort Care can support your family with the highest level of care. 602-438-1300. Again, that's 602-438-1300. Comfort Care Home Care. Supporting independence, dignity, and quality of life.
10: Ranger Station, Ranger speaking.
11: Hi. I'd like to report a bear hug.
10: Uh, okay.
11: Well, before I left my campsite, I was putting out my fire, and out of nowhere, Smokey Bear showed up and hugged me?
10: So you drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again, and felt that it was cold? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. He likes it when people correctly put out their campfires. He's pretty big on wildfire prevention. He's just letting you know you did good with a uh, hug. He's a hugger.
11: I just got a bear hug from
4: Smokey Bear status update
10: all right i'm gonna let you go now i've got uh, a lot of uh ranger stuff to do there are many ways to start a fire but one sure way to put it out learn how you can do your part at smokybear.com only you can prevent wildfires
11: sponsored by the u.s forest service ad council and your state forester
1: If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960ThePatriot.com today. Liberty and Union, now and forever, one and inseparable. 960, The Patriot. The Patriot. And it grazed up from under my hood, and he shook his head and said, this ain't good. The timing belt's done shrunk one size too small.
3: Welcome back, everybody, 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. And Mark and Bob and Ellen from Harker's Automotive, 38th Avenue in Indian School, are sitting here next to me. Ellen runs the shop. Bob works for her.
12: I like, um, I like the way that sounds.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, Bob is the head lead tech. He's the shop foreman. He's the guy that makes sure the car gets done. Ellen handles everything in front of the wall, which is the parts, the vendors, the phones, the appointments, and all that kind of stuff.
12: That's
3: it. And, and, and they've been around. Harker's has been around since.
12: 1967.
3: And, and, and I think you guys are the oldest of the entire group.
12: And Bob, Bob started with him in 1967 with Larry Harker, and he is still alive. Are you kidding? No, he's no still kidding? alive. Oh, yeah. yeah, We have
6: dinner with him every Thursday night. You're kidding.
3: Oh, yeah. Well, so, so because no one else, yeah, I want to draw your attention to this. Um, when we start talking about quality transmission, I think quality transmission was 1977. Then Action Auto was 1983. And um, Automatic Transmission Exchange is 1968. But nobody is close to you guys. Well, 67. So you've got ATEB by a year. Mm-hmm and and I tell people a lot they they said they they say you know how long have they been in business and I say well most of my shops are the 60s the 70s the 80s and the 90s and I'm 79 so I'm actually a little bit well I'm right there around you guys I'm I'm just close to you guys yeah. And, and so uh, I say to them, you can't be in the car repair business and be ugly and stupid for very long. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know? You just can't. I don't mean ugly as far as physical. I mean ugly to your customers. Right. So you, you, you just can't. And, and there's been a lot of places that have come and gone around you guys as well. Oh, yeah. And same way with me. So, uh, and speaking of, of good shops, let me talk about Thompson's Auto Repair real quick. They've been providing expert auto truck repair services, maintenance services to customers in Mesa since 1970. So their ASC certified technicians are there to provide you with the highest level of automotive service, followed up with friendly reminders that let you know when your car may be due for service. It's never been easier or more convenient to keep track of your car and keep your car and truck in top-notch shape than it is with Thompson's Auto Repair, and they're located at Main Street, uh, just east of Stapley on the south side of the road. So Main and Stapley, just east on the south side of the road. Okay, let's go to Harry. Harry, good morning to you. How can I help you?
5: Good morning, Mark. I guess maybe you thought I was a telemarketer and you crossed me off the list. Not you, buddy. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> not you. Hey, I know last week you talked about the the Ford aluminum body uh, pickup. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I've seen some ads and stuff. Of course, I'm not a Ford guy. But uh seen some ads and they're claiming over 30% uh, uh, fuel economy uh, over, I guess, the 2014 model. But they don't go on to say what kind of engine they're using or if it's comparable. Right. But, you know, I'm thinking on a pickup. You buy a pickup, you know, people put a camp little shell camper on or they throw stuff in the back, and uh, it, it kind of looks like they're trying to market the vehicle just, just on fuel economy and not on, uh, you know, able to, uh, you know, do what a pickup needs to be done.
3: Yeah. Let me ask you a question, though. The 30% number rings a bell, but in a slightly different fashion. Um, I thought I read that the truck, you could add 30% of its available weight and still get the same fuel economy. So they're saying you're going to get the same fuel economy with a third of the weight the truck can carry as if the truck was empty. Is that possible? Well, I don't know. I uh... <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll tell you why, because let me just read you this, and I brought this with me. Hyundai and Kia have agreed to pay a $100 million dollar to settle an investigation into its, I'm going to say lying, about gas mileage estimates on 1.2 million vehicles. The brands, they have to give up $200 million worth of gas credits, greenhouse gas credits, because of the lower ratings added to the 4.75 million metric tons of gases. They also agreed to spend $50 million on an independent unit to set up their future mileage estimates. Basically, they lied about their estimates. They had favorable results. They used the favorite, the best results, as opposed to the average results. And the violations were discovered by EPA. This type of conduct simply will not be tolerated," said Eric Holder. Well, a hundred million for here, and another two hundred million worth of wow. here. <laughs> we start adding up some big bucks. Here's what I read about the Ford. The Ford said that you can add, and I think the payload on that Ford's twenty one hundred pounds. So if the payload's right, they say you can add seven hundred pounds to a, our truck and get the same fuel economy as if it was empty. That's what, what I thought I read, and I could be wrong, and you could be right. Thirty percent better fuel economy strikes me as being something that I would have to just raise my hand and say that's B.S. Thirty uh, percent. That's
5: kind of what I was thinking, because it it, uh, it kind of sounds like they're marketing the pickup just for fuel economy and not for being able to, you know, use a pickup like you're going to
8: use. Well,
3: and then I think you'll agree that there's a whole lot of a street. Trucks out there that have never had anything in the bed other than uh. a keg of beer and a bunch of girls, right? I mean, Bob does that all the time. Uh, <laughs> and his truck. <laughs> and, and so when you, but but I agree with you. The aluminum body is a negative, as far as I'm concerned. I'm, I'm not sure of its integrity, its structure integrity. I'm not sure of the cost for the repairs. Uh, I do know that the body shops are 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 just covering their ears because they don't want to hear about it. And I think it's a marketing situation, and I really believe that they're taking advantage of the marketing strategy, and it's okay with me because it is marketing. But I just hope that the, the people that look at it understand what they're saying and understand it may not apply to them. So, But it's okay, though. Like you, um, General Motors, uh, you'll probably agree with me, General Motors and Chrysler and Toyota and Honda, they all stretch the truth a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yep, and, uh, they, they talk about the safe minivans, and I don't know if you saw it in the paper the other day, but they, stopped, they talked about minivans, and uh, I'll find that piece of paper here. Minivans do poorly in crash tests. Several minivans earn poor rating of small overlap frontal crash, so they're just going to hit the headlight, the driver's side headlight, And they say that the possibility of a driver's side headlight hitting another car could cause injury or death to the driver.
12: Jeez. Wow. So
3: the Honda I'll read it. The Honda Odyssey Mini was the only minivan to earn the highest ratings. The insurance company says that the the Nissan Quest, the Chrysler Town & Country, and the Dodge Caravan garnered the lowest ratings on the small overlap frontal crash test. In these tests, the crash caused the minivan's structure to collapse. The Nissan Quest was one of the worst crash tests we've ever seen. Test dummies riding in the Quest had to be pried out of the wreck with a crowbar, and they were crying the whole time.
12: <laughs> oh, my goodness. So,
3: <laughs> and, and then they, uh, That's good news because they, they were alive then yeah. oh my because goodness. they were crying. So anyway, you know, my family came from those uh, crash dummies. <laughs> then they did. You're not going to believe that. And Harry is my brother. Right, Harry?
5: <laughs> well, I probably pried a few of those dummies out. Right? <laughs> I know. Um,
3: you can tell by his voice he's a man of authority. Mm. He's a retired firefighter, aren't you, Harry? Yes, I am. Yes, he is. See there? <laughs> I-, I thought he was a policeman. He's called in before. But I thought he was a policeman. But one day he corrected me. He says, no, I'm a firefighter. Well, thank you for your service, Say, Harry. I appreciate you, uh, it.
5: Keep up with your dodge. I'm sure you'll... Uh... I want to hear reports on the Dodge.
3: You know what the deal was?
5: I don't know if you know this, but
3: you saw my Dodge. It's wrapped in a flag. Mm -hmm. I left Payson yesterday and I had four calls, wanting to know why I'm at Walmart. Keep in mind that the guy that I'm driving, his car's got my truck. (laughs) And so I called him up and I said, now there's a topless joint in Star Valley. (laughs) Whatever you do, don't go there because everyone will think Mark is in the truck. Okay? (laughs) Pete's Place. (laughs) All right? So just stay away from Pete's Place.
12: Reputable places. (laughs) Exactly. There's some places you're
3: not allowed to take my truck. Okay? Thank you, Harry. All right. Ray, you stay there because we're going to be 15 seconds from a break. When we come back, we're going to take you. Ray and Steve, you're number one and number two. Thank you for holding as long as you have, I promise I'm going to get to you. So when we come back, I'm going to do my brought-to-you-by, boom, we're going to Ray. So for Mark and Ellen and Bob from Harker's Auto, we'll be right back.
13: This is Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. Over the years, we've noticed we get two types of customers. One customer drives into our shop at the first sign of a problem, and the other waits until the vehicle breaks down and has to be towed in the drivers who bring us their transmissions right away often catch the problem in the early stages while it's still a minor problem the other customers push their vehicles so the minor problem becomes major so if you're ignoring the signs that your transmission needs service won't you stop by quality transmission service today while you have the best chance of getting good news about the repair the problem won't go away on its own find out for yourself why customers love us Check out our listing on Mark Salem's website, Best Car Repair Shops in Phoenix. At Quality Transmission Service in Tempe, we'd love to make you our customer, but only you can choose which type of customer you'll be.
11: You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC-certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria. And at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. Thunderbird Automotive.com.
13: How does a Christian respond to sex trafficking? Hello, I'm Philip Cameron, and we have joined forces with this station to take on this very, very sensitive issue. It's an issue that will break your heart, but when you hear what's happened to the girls of Stella's Voice and the miracle of grace, it will make you sing. I hope you join us.
9: This special Stella's Voice program on human trafficking will air this Saturday and Sunday at 6.30 a.m. right here on 960 The Patriot. Join us to find out how you
14: can help. Hey, Seth Liebson here. You've been hearing an important message about human sex trafficking. Don't ignore it. It's happening right here in Phoenix. Go to 960thepatriot.com and click on the Stella's Voice banner to help today. And business owners, if you would be as generous as to donate $2,500 to Stella's Voice, we'll give you a free $2,500 advertising schedule for your business right here on 960 The Patriot. Log on to 960thepatriot.com or call us at 602-955-9600. And thank you.
7: A boy born in Joplin, Missouri was fascinated by anything with wheels and a motor. The odds of him going on to fascinate millions with his talent One in 260,000. The odds of this born racer having 157 career top 10 finishes in NASCAR? One in 125 billion. But every driver seeks the pinnacle of their achievements. The odds of him winning both the Daytona 500 and the Brickyard 400 in the same year? One in 195 million. The odds of a child being diagnosed with autism one in eighty-eight. I'm NASCAR driver Jamie McMurray, and my niece has autism. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org/signs. Early diagnosis can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. All about that. Thing.
3: Welcome back, everybody. Mark Salem here with Bob and Ellen from Harker's Automotive, 38th Avenue and Indian School. And let me real quick tell you about Kurtz Auto Repair, which is on Bell and I-17 northeast corner. They've been around since 1987. Kurtz is a family-owned auto repair facility that focuses on what you need, not what they want. So since they've opened their doors, he's been working on domestic, imports, gas, diesel, ASC certified technicians means that they're going to diagnose and repair and then double check their work as well-trained and certified professionals do. Kurt believes that an excellent auto repair facility is just more than the repair. It's making certain that you understand what we did, why we did it, and what symptom we're going to correct, and he calls that the best treatment. And That instills trust in their technicians. So Kurtz Automotive, northeast corner of Bell and uh, the I-17. Ray, good morning to you, buddy. Thanks for holding. Good
15: morning. I have a 2,000 GMC Sierra 4.8 liter, 198,000 miles. In the past 500 miles, the oil pressure gauge at idle has been decreasing and fluctuating. Usually it's 40 to 45 while driving, 35 to 40 at idle. But sometimes at idle it will go down to 30, 20, 10, and even zero.
3: Okay, then let me ask you a question. When it hits to zero, does you have any lights that come on in the dash?
15: Yes, there's a uh, light on the left, it's yellow, that says no oil pressure.
3: Okay. Well, it, I, I
15: have replaced the oil signal sender.
3: Okay, is that going to be an O-ring car? That four point eight liter? Because you said it was a four point three. I don't have as good a memory as you no, got, Bob. A four, it's four,
15: four point eight.
3: I understand. Right. Would it be the same situation as that five point three?
6: No, I, okay. I haven't had any problems on the oil pickups on those. Okay, But, uh, yeah, the first step is to put an oil gauge on that and see what actual pressure. Yeah. Because those also have big problems with instrument clusters. They did. I forgot about that. Mm. So you could just have an instrument cluster that's reading it wrong.
3: And have you ever heard any clicking? Have you heard the engine change any at all during this process?
15: When it goes down to zero, there is a little bit of a click that oh. may be click-by-click click for three to four or five seconds. And then okay. it, the oil pressure goes back up.
3: Ray, you have just saved yourself $100 in the diagnostic fees because that answer tells us you really do have an oil, oil pressure, pressure problem, problem, and it's not a dashboard problem, it's not an instrument cluster problem. So, thank you for, for offering that at the appropriate time because it makes all the difference in the world. So, at this point, I think the pro- step one yeah. is what?
6: Well, well, on that, when this happens, has it ever happened when it's cold or does it changed after it gets warmed up?
15: It uh, will be cold or even when it is warmed up.
6: Okay. One of the things we found on those, uh, if when you first start it up, if you can pull the dipstick on that and look at the oil and see if it looks like it has little bubbles on it in the oil, that will okay. tell us whether it's aerating because um, you could still have a pickup tube uh, that's either plugging up or the O-ring on it. Not holding, and that'll we'll lose oil pressure on that. But we've also had oil pump problems on those
3: well, and 198,000 too. Uh, Is it predominantly city or highway miles on the 198? 50
15: 50. It goes to Tucson every other week. So,
3: okay, here's here's a couple things that you might you probably don't want to do, you probably want to pay somebody to do it. But Bob's right, we pull the oil pressure switch out, which you put in, and we're going to hook a long hose to it and take an oil pressure gauge and take it inside the car. And we're going to drive it. And we're going to verify that we actually have a problem. Then here's what I do next. And don't tell anybody this, Bob. I put about four extra quarts in it. And I determine how exactly it's going to happen. So if I know it's going to happen on a cold startup, then I put four extra quarts in it. And then I start it up. And if it doesn't happen, then I drain the four off. And then the next morning it does happen. Then I know I have an oil over-
6: <laughs> oh, <we're gonna> problem, <laughs> an
3: and I know I've got an air leak, which is this bubbles you're talking I about know. on the dipstick. Okay. And so, but it takes a couple of nights to do yeah. that. takes a couple of days to do that. And you didn't hear that, did you, Ray?
15: Um, no, I didn't hear okay. that. Okay, <laughs> but
3: anyway, the diagnostic process probably between the area of seventy five to one hundred fifty dollars. Um, and I'm thinking, and one hundred fifty dollars is is in general dollars is a, an hour and a half. So worst case scenario, three quarters of an hour, upwards to twice that much money, an hour and a half, to come to a firm diagnosis, and then the repair, which is typically going to be pull the oil pan off of it, fix the air leak, put a new oil pump and a screen in it, and put it all back together with fresh oil and a filter.
12: Mark, can I say something? That That's a perfect caller because he called in with the right information. He said everything right up front, engine size, how many miles, makes it a lot easier for you guys to say, okay, this is what we think it is. So that's, that's a good call. I, I answer the phone all the time, five days a week, I don't know how many hours. And, you know, you ask all that information, and that, that's a perfect caller that gives you upfront all the information. Ellen, you're wrong. Oh, what's You're a... wrong.
3: It's the perfect man caller. Oh, the women already no, no, do that. No. no, the women already do that. <laughs> oh,
12: no, that's right. Gotcha. The, okay, gotcha.
3: that's the perfect man caller. The man wants to tell you all of what he's tried to done, yes. and, and his father owned it, and yeah. he did this, and he did that, and and you're going, can I just have the symptoms? He
12: changed this. I did this, I did. Yeah. I know. and I did. that. and my neighbor
3: said this, and the friends over here said I paid too much, and I did. You know, and it's guys. It's guys. Mm-hmm. The women they give you the symptoms. They give you the car information. Um and, and this could be, r- 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 Ray, this, Ray could be a woman. It could yeah. be a, a woman with a, a husky voice.
12: Well, it was a good job, Ray. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what part of town, do, first of all, let me ask you, do you have a good garage?
15: Well, um, normally do-it-yourselfer. Um, okay.
3: Well, you've heard what we said. You can go out yeah. and buy your own oil pressure gauge with a couple of finnings. You have the oil pressure switch, so you already know what that fitting is going to mm-hmm. be like. Correct. So you could put a manual gauge on there and find out if it's it. But I think the fact that you've got an engine noise directly related to the low oil pressure warning lights, I think f- for sure you have it. And if that's the case and you wanted me to guess, I would say, I'm, I'm what percent comfortable are you that the oil pan has to come off and we have to go in there and put a new pickup tube, a new oil pump, and anything above that? Yeah. That's 95%? About, yeah,
6: about 90
3: Okay. Yeah. I'm 95 percent right that uh, that's where yeah. we're going to end up.
7: Okay. All righty.
3: Okay. Thank you very much, Ray. Thank you very Thanks much. much for your help. All righty. Steve, Bye. stay right there. We're going to be right back. We're right after this.
11: The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics.
14: We just, Americans, put more Republicans in Congress than any time in our lifetime to send a message that we do not agree with your unilateral actions, Mr. President. And he took the lesson. And he threw it away. He's going to have a very hard now two years as president. And, you know, I'll tell you one other thing. He didn't really fix the problem. If the problem are illegal immigrants in America,
7: he didn't fix it with this. Weekdays from 10 to midnight on 960 The Patriot.
13: Hello, I'm Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. As a kid, I was a Boy Scout, which taught me to live my life by honest principles. Through hard work and dedication to those principles, I earned the rank of Eagle Scout. I started Quality Transmission in 1977 and set out to build the most honest and trusted transmission shop in the area. In 2003, Quality Transmission was given the first Business Ethics Award from the local Better Business Bureau and was presented to me by Steve Forbes of Forbes Magazine. No other transmission shop in the state has earned this award. Quality Transmission is also a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix. And we are one of only two transmission shops in the Valley that are AAA-approved auto repair facilities. I ran Quality Transmission using the principles I learned as a Boy Scout, which means that you can trust us to tell it like it is when you bring your car or truck to Quality Transmission in
9: Tempe. Ever wonder how some
16: air conditioning companies can offer deals that sound too good to be true? Mike Leah, here again from Benefit Air to debunk those ultra-sweet deals. You may have heard of the bait-and-switch technique, but did you know that companies offering tune-ups or service calls for less money than the cost of a large pizza are likely to be hiding the real costs in the pricing of every repair item? What's more, they usually pay their technicians on a commission-only basis, which means the technician might be tempted to sell you things that you don't need. At Benefit, we don't hide the cost of our service calls and our pricing, and our techs are not paid on a commission basis. Our flat rate pricing is simple, fair, and upfront. We offer discounts for multiple repairs, too, and we back all of our repairs with a full two-year parts and labor warranty. You don't need the shuck-and-jive sales tactics of companies offering you what you know is too good to be true. You need a fair, honest company that you can trust. Call Benefit today at 602-840-9229. That's 602-840-9229, or find us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of using Benefit Air.
1: If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Looking to see what's up next on the Hugh Hewitt Show? Like 960 The Patriot on Facebook for daily show updates. The Patriot.
9: On the road again.
3: Yes, sir. Mark, Ellen, and Bob from Harker's Automotive, 38th Avenue, Indian School. Three heads are better than one. We've already dissed women and men, and Mark has, not Ellen, Mark has. I'll take the blame for it. Uh, let, me, let me finish this minivan thing for you. A small overlap test is a severe test that replicates what happens when a vehicle's front corner collides with another object at 40 miles an hour. Minivans have a hard time protecting occupants in such crashes as they are built on car frames and tend to be much larger and heavier than the car that the frame came on. The Toyota Sienna earned an acceptable rating. The group said its structure was weak, but the dummy was protected by side airbags. But the other two dummies on the Nissan Quest, the uh, Chrysler Town and Country, and the Dodge Caravan, all hired lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and hopefully not the same lawyers that we talked about at the beginning of the show, oh. where they offered $25,000, settled for 25000 the jury gave the we lady five hundred million or. Five hundred thousand. So hopefully that's not the mm-hmm. case. Steve, good morning to you, buddy. How can we help you?
15: Hey, good morning. I just uh, wanted to give a thanks uh, on the rec- on the recommendation for S and S tire on my fifth wheel. Oh. I feel I have peace of mind right now where the factory really put inadequate and uh, underrated tires on my eleven thousand five hundred pound empty weight fifth wheel. Uh, now I, you know, I went from a six ply to well. First of all, S and S came out. Guy named Brad. I'm not. He's not related to me, so I'm not patting him on the back for that. Okay. okay. But he, but he came out, took the time, got the dry weight, empty weight of the trailer, and gave me some suggestions. And I went from a six ply to a ten ply, and uh, I have well, I, I have an overrated tire now for my fifth wheel and, a, and uh, kind of a peace of mind. So yeah. I thought since he did that for me, I have a little 97 Buick Park Avenue and told him I really couldn't afford the Michelin's. And he says, Well, I put some hand cooks on, uh, on my mother in law's car that has a 70,000 mile rating. So I thought, Well, okay. So I put the hand cooks on, but I never asked him if he liked his mother in law or not. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> oh,
3: that's see, see, you listen long enough to pick up the good stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I, if, yeah. if The first thing. I, and I, I got that from some old guy. He, I said, look, at my wife's got these on his car. And he looked at me and he goes, but do you love your wife?
4: Yeah,
3: yeah. And, you and, I, and I said, you know, that's a great question. No one's ever asked me that.
15: And then, and then the other thing I wanted to throw out to you just real quick. I have, uh, it's a one-owner, 97 Buick Park Avenue with the 3.8 liter. Uh, car just runs like a top, but just all of a sudden, about two weeks ago, my gas gauge started fluctuating. It would uh, peg full. Mm -hmm. and then it would also peg empty intermittently. Then it would go back to the correct reading, and now it's just pegged empty, and it didn't matter what fuel quantity was in the tank. And I'm Mm -hmm. not exactly sure if there's something that I can do before I get into my shop.
4: No.
3: What are you going to do when he brings it to your shop?
6: Well, the first step is to uh, run a test on it and see if... The uh, fuel sender is sending out the right signal okay. uh, so we tie into that uh, and then see if we've got proper readings and, and make sure we've got a ground and, and a proper uh, signal wire coming can in. Can you
3: send a signal forward to the gauge and check the gauge? Yeah. for? And so that's what we're talking about. In, in simple words we have the equipment to go to the back of the car and interface the harness and we can not only read the gauge from the uh, sending unit, and it's really a, a float on a piano is all it is. It's got a bunch of keys like a piano, a piano keyboard has. And then we can also say, look at the book, and it says on this car, do this, and it should say full. You roll the knob, it goes full. Go to empty, go to empty, and say, okay, the gauge is good, the sending's bad. If you're going to do that, have you ever done a fuel pump on this yet? I've not. Then oh, 97? Wow. Boy, you must Capon. be living right. <laughs> you're living right, buddy. You're living right. Hey, what you have to do and what I would suggest you do is is if it's a sending unit, go ahead and do the fuel pump and the sending unit. It's called the fuel pump assembly. It's all one piece. Buy the whole piece, put it in there. You're going to get two birds with one stone. There is no reason in God's green earth why you should still have a 97 car with a, an original equipment fuel pump on it. That is beyond my comprehension. Yeah. So, you're, you're, right.
15: you're, just runs like a top, no, you know, no issues. And as Grandpa used to say, "Don't fix it till it's broke."
3: Well, and and that's that's okay. That's okay as long as you got a good tow package on your insurance policy. Well. That's a good idea. <laughs> Let me ask you a real quick question. Those tires, what's the maximum load on each one of the tires on your trailer?
15: I believe it's thirty nine sixty.
3: Okay, and you got four of them or six of them? Four. Okay, so four at four, you got sixteen thousand pounds of tires underneath a trailer that that grosses or empty at 11.5. Is it empty at eight uh, eleven five? Empty at eleven five. Okay, well it's going to have three thousand pounds of payload, so that's going to we're going to move that up to fourteen. Okay, because it's got to right. have three thousand pounds of payloads because the gross vehicle weight is on the sticker. That right. gross vehicle weight. Usually, people misinterpret that gross vehicle weight as the empty weight. That's not. It's GVWR, gross vehicle weight rating. They don't. They rarely put the curb weight on the sticker on the trailer. But if it's 14 and you got four tires at four, then you're at 16. Right. right. My math right. right? Mm-hmm. So right. you're. That's how you say it to everybody. You say I got 16,000 pounds underneath a trailer that, that can gross at 14, and I am in hog heaven. I am say. in hog heaven. And then
15: the, uh, the other thing I was going to ask you about that, what's the multiplier that you use for the weight that's on the fifth wheel, though?
3: 10 to 20%. Edge? Oh, okay. And okay. here's what you do. Take it when you're loaded up. Take it when you're at, on your way out of town. You're all loaded up, ready to go. you got all the wife's beer in the bathtub, iced down, and all that kind of stuff. Bob tells me that that's what he does for Ellen all the time. And, uh, and so you, you're going to pull onto a, a scale. Now, the scale has three different scales. So you're going to put the front axle of the truck, say way, then you're going to put the back axle of the truck on the scale and say way, you're talking to the lady that's pushing the buttons, then you pull the whole thing onto one scale and say way, and then when you pull off, leave the trailer on the last scale and say way. Now I've just spent, I think $8, I spent $32 of your money, but you're going to have front axle of the truck, back axle of the truck, and then you're going to have the trader all by itself. You're going to be able to do wonders with that information, and that's how you do it. All righty?
15: Okay. Very good. Thank good. you.
3: Thank you for the attaboy on S&S right. tires. Thank you, you very much. Thank Alrighty. you very
15: much. Bye-bye.
3: All righty, Gil. We got anybody else, buddy? All clear. 602-508-0960. you got to be quick because we're going to be out of here in about six minutes, but we still got time for another call. 602-508-0960. Thank you very much for spending your Saturday with me, Thank Ellen. you for having us. And, uh... How long have you guys been married? 44 years. 44 years. Yeah. F- 44 yeah. and a half.
6: Oh, stop correcting him.
3: Gee, <laughs> many Christmas.
6: Come on. Well, we had to get married in 1970 on an even year so I can multiply it real quick. You know, that's a good and idea. We also were married on a holiday so I would kind of remember a Oh, bit. you know
3: what? So I've got it down. Okay. In my world, February is a bad day. Fe- February 14th is Valentine's Day. The 15th, I think, is our. I think it's our anniversary but you'll know why in a minute I think then the 16th is my son's birthday the 17th is something and then the 18th is her birthday so her birthday and our anniversary are right there so I just disappeared during that week (laughs) in February and I call the flower shop and I say these are the flowers I want you to send and 44 and a half and she sits over there 44 and a half
12: you you sound like my family because everybody was born in February but me
6: See,
3: that's my two the,
12: brothers, my dad, my grandkids, some of my nieces. And she, F-
6: she turned around and was born at Christmas,
3: so. Yeah, but see, that explains everything. Right?
4: <laughs> everybody in her family's in February. <laughs>
3: David, good morning, buddy.
4: Say
8: what you got to say, you? buddy. Good, good.
4: Hey, uh, my daughter just bought a uh, Ford Escape okay. uh, about six months ago. It's a used one, 2013. Okay. Has a uh, noise when you turn right on like the floorboard there, the clunk. Okay. It's like a bass drum hit, hitting the floorboard. So I took it into an alignment shop, this is out of town, and uh, they suggested, well, they thought it was a strut, and they looked up a technical service bulletin and said, yeah, there's Ford's issued one, and that should solve the problem. So it was still under warranty, we thought, so we took it to the dealer, and they said, no, it's just out of warranty, 3,000 miles over, and uh, he said, yeah, it's the strut. So I did what you told him. Okay, is that going to be that'll fix the problem? And correct. And he said yes. And so three hundred and thirteen dollars later, it's still there. Now they say it's the subframe.
3: Yeah, it's too late for their guessing, okay? You say to them, Thank you, I'm going somewhere else, I'm gonna stop payment on my credit card. You said you'd fix it for three hundred and thirteen dollars, you didn't fix it for three hundred and thirteen dollars, and when I'm not gonna play this game, oh it's the subframe, no, it's the sway bar bushing, no, it's the upper strut mount, no, it's the driver, the passenger weighs too much. <laughs> Can you tell that my panties are wadded up right now?
4: Well, I feel the same way. I mean, you know, I I you know, explain it to the service rider when I pulled in there.
3: Okay, but let me ask you a question. Did you tell them about the technical service bulletin and tell him you yes. thought it was the the strut? I okay.
4: said there is a TSB on it. All right,
3: you should have never done that. You should have oh. just given them the symptom. I've got a clunk. I want to demonstrate it. Have somebody come out here. I'm going to take them around the block. They're going to sit in the passenger side. I want their feet flat on the floorboard. I'll make it happen, and that's the clunk I want to fix. Because they may very well turn around and say, and maybe it's a lie, you know, and I don't. He told us to change the strut. He brought our the TSB to our attention, and he told us to change the strut. And so that could be a problem. That's the reason why. That's the reason why I always tell everybody: just give me the symptoms. Just give me the symptoms. Okay, yeah. So don't give
4: them too much. You well, okay.
3: here's here's something else you might do. If it's a subframe, you say to them again, uh, you know, I'm real happy unhappy about the 313. So tell me what it is for the subframe, and here's what you're going to. eighteen hundred dollars. Okay, well you got to go somewhere else. <laughs> 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 you know, we need a second diagnosis, and, and and well it's up to you. You can do whatever you want. You can say yes, or you can say no. You can go somewhere else. You can fight the three thirteen. You can not fight the three thirteen. It's just it's really up to you. But I think, uh, and a body shop would be a good place to go oh, on that, definitely. too, because they're going to they're gonna have the equipment necessary to check that, and they're going to be real aware of that because they have to deal with what we call the cradle or the subframe on a regular basis. Okay. It's a square box underneath it that holds the engine and the transmission all together. So we yeah. can unbolt that box and put it on four jack stands. We can lift your car right off of the entire engine, transmission, and subframe. We put right. the bushings in it, we put everything back together. And you know, I what I do is is I leave the radiator hoses connected so when we lift the car off of the subframe that we dangle the subframe by the radiator hoses and I don't have to mess with the cooling system. What do you think about that? Pretty <laughs> <Really laughs> impressive. <laughs> impressive. Okay, go me, ahead and let say me see it. see that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm teasing you, of course, because obviously that would make a heck of a mess and that would tear up a whole lot of things. So I'm looking at Bob and when I'm saying that, and him and Ellen, their eyes are as big as pie plates going, Are you kidding me? <laughs> so anyway, that what. Part of town is this happening in, or in another city?
4: In another city, in uh, Saint George, Utah. Yeah. Uh
3: I bet. Well, I don't know. You, you, you know what the menu is. But good luck to you, David. Good luck yeah. to you. And it's right, nice thanks. that you're trying to help the family out. I, 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 I that thought didn't uh, escape me. But it's really important to do that. Do you? Uh, the women, they they give you symptoms, right? Don't they?
12: They're very yeah. good. Yeah, they give us year make a model and get to the point. You know, well, there's a couple of them that get off the beaten track. You know, but most of them do. Okay. You know, and they don't fix it all themselves either. So well, and want...
3: that's 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 a big deal. I, I if I could have my druthers, first of all, I have said before, and Bob, don't shake your head on this one. I have said before that if I was going to be a guy that rips people off, mm-hmm. I wouldn't go after women. I'd go after oh. the leather loafed silk sock son of a gun that comes in <laughs> and tells me how to fix his car. He's the one I'd take to the cleaners. Because
12: he doesn't it, know anything. He, he,
3: well, he thinks he does. Yeah. So I'm going to take I'm going to I'm going to take him to the cleaners. Anyway, I, we're going to have to wrap this up, Ellen. Thank, thank you for you spending. Thank you so much for having and us, Bob. Yes,
6: thank you for having us.
3: And guys, they're from Harkers, 38th Avenue and in Indian School. You can't go wrong. They got a great area up there, and they, there's nobody within about a five mile radius of them that I can find that even comes close to the quality that they give you there at Harker's
0: Auto. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency. Knew all the government's